0: We'll Welcome to a Monday episode of Use Your Words Podcast. Again, my name is Paul, and I am here to, hey, bring you something interesting, at least interesting to me. If you like it, if you find it interesting, then that's up to you. And if you do, please go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. So before we get started, I want to go ahead and pull this up here. We do have a new webpage here at useyourwords.cc.com uh, was not available. .com would have cost us about $70,000 to purchase. And this is a small three-person team financed by one person. I don't have that kind of money. Uh, if I gave all my salary for a year, maybe I could you know, afford stuff like that, but not doing that. So again, go over to useyourwords.cc. So what we're gonna do, there is uh, articles every once in a while, as well as, a write-up and almost a transcript of the Monday episodes there. Wednesday episodes, there'll be additional notes and links and that. But for every podcast going forward now, including this one that is coming out right now, there will be an article associated with it that will have maybe some additional information, some corrections, uh, some things that didn't make it into podcast, but maybe one to be said, and the links that were used during the research and the interrogation phase of the data. Yeah, that we'll put it that way. So, all that data is there now available. Uh, its articles are slowly going up. So, again, that's useyourwords.cc. At the start of 2020, the label of interesting to watch state of the moment went to Virginia with regards to the attempted banning of firearms by the state legislatures. From the spotlight that the country put on the proposed laws to the peaceful Second Amendment demonstrations. And this was after various news agencies sounded the alarms warning how violent the protesters were going to be, how they were coming down to Virginia with their guns, and there's going to be bloodshed everywhere. Now, thankfully, all those protests, they were peaceful. All the commentaries were wrong about that. That's great. There was also the local communities passing resolutions to be Second Amendment sanctuaries West Virginia playing with the possibility of a lot of communities from Virginia to secede from Virginia and join them. It all had the markings of a soap opera on the political scale. Now, thankfully, things have settled down in the state now that the legislature has taken the votes on the proposed bills. Regardless if you agree with the results of the vote or not, the drama in Virginia has died down for now. But of course, it would be too nice and convenient to have more than five seconds of normal news. On February 13th, 2020, Rolanda Hollis, member of the Alabama House of Representatives from the 58th District, introduced a new bill that she says is to neutralize the abortion ban bill. Now, for those unaware of what she's talking about, on May 15th, 2019, the Human Life Protection Act, also known as House Bill 314, was signed into law in Alabama. Put simply, the bill was passed along a party line vote by the Republicans to ban abortions in the state of Alabama. The law bans abortions at any state of pregnancy, with exceptions for cases of a lethal anomaly in the fetus cases where pregnancy would uh, present serious health risks to the mother confirmation from a psychiatrist that a pregnant woman might take action that would lead to her own death or the death of the fetus ectopic pregnancies or procedures to remove a dead fetus from the uterus now the big reason that this law is considered controversial and is being prevented from being implemented due to legal challenges is that the law does not include an exception for cases of rape or incest. Objectors also points to the fact that doctors who perform abortions would be charged with a Class A felony under the law. Sentences for these felonies would range from 10 to 99 years of imprisonment. Now, the woman who received the abortions would not be charged with any felonies. Now, other items in Class A felonies include murder. So they're trying to mix the state of abortion and murder together. People on the right-hand side of the aisle, politically, would celebrate this. People who are more pro-choice and on the left-hand side of the aisle would say this is horrible. But I digress. That's not what I'm here to talk about right now. So what is in this new bill that was proposed here by Rolanda? Well, the bill would require that all men get a vasectomy after they turn 50 or after they have had their third biological child, whichever comes first. The bill would also require that men pay for the vasectomy out of pocket. In fact, it's a relatively straightforward and short bill, so let's actually go ahead and read it. So if we start at the top, it's just, you know, the standard information that needs to have in there. Synopsis. Under existing law, there are no restrictions on the reproductive rights of men. This bill would require a man to undergo a vasectomy within one month of his 50th birthday or the birth of his third biological child, whichever comes first. A bill to be enacted. A bill to be entitled, enact. Relating to family planning, to require man to undergo a vasectomy within one month of his 50th birthday, or the birth of his third biological child, whichever comes first, be it enacted by the legislature of Alabama. Section 1, a man, at his own expense, shall undergo a vasectomy within one month of his 50th birthday, or the birth of his third biological child, whichever comes first. This act shall become effective, on the first day of the third month following its passage and approval by the governor, or it's otherwise becoming law. And I included a link in the article on the website, useyourwords.cc, to a direct copy of this bill as a stance. Now, let's get the obvious out of the way. This bill is pretty much dead on arrival in the Alabama House of Representatives, especially right now that it is Republican controlled. Now, some people are probably happy with the bill as it's written, going, yes. But they are being intellectually dishonest with themselves and with others now why do i say they are being intellectually dishonest well glad you asked let's start by first taking a look at what a vasectomy is a vasectomy is a form of permanent birth control it is a medical procedure with the goal of preventing sperm from being released during ejaculation to do this the vas deferens are cut or blocked through a few methods now according to healthline.com which is on the screen And as you can see, is given a nice green check mark by NewsGuard. Vasectomies are theoretically reversible, although reversal doesn't always work, and vasectomies should only be considered if you don't want to have more children due to a the cost of reversing a vasectomy, as well as the chance of the reversal not working. That being said, all literature points to the fact that a vasectomy is effective. There's no denying that it is an effective birth control method, according to the American Urological Association. After a successful procedure. The risk of pregnancy is only about 1 out of 2,000. That's 0.05%. It's a very, very minute uh, chance. Now, just because a person goes and has this procedure does not immediately make them unable to fire children. In fact, per the article on Healthline, it may take up to three months for the procedure to be effective in preventing pregnancy. So during those three months, a person, a, a man, could go and still father children. I know the bill's being introduced to kind of say, hey, you have three kids, that's it, you're done, but they can still have children. So why am I saying they're being intellectually dishonest? Is it because they're comparing oranges to cars? Now, normally the phrase is apples to oranges, and people understand that those are two vastly different things being compared, both of them being fruit. Well, in this case, the difference is way more different than that between two fruit normally using the phrase. With abortion, regardless of your position on it, and I want to make that clear, regardless of your position on it, abortion is used to terminate a pregnancy people on the left politically will say it's the woman's body and her choice, and people on the right politically will say it's a separate entity, regardless if you labeled a fetus, baby, clump of cells, etc. Here's where I see the dishonesty come in. The termination of a pregnancy physically is a one-time event. Now, you can argue that the prevention of the termination is a permanent event as the person is then responsible for the child that they may not want or was conceived through means, which I'll be frank, are horrible, rape, incest, et cetera. Those things are not things I'm like, oh, they're okay, have the child. Those are traumatic incidents. And if they produce a child, I can't even begin to imagine how hard it would be on a person for that. But what I'm getting at here is that the second part of this argument that's saying that they don't want the child, regardless of how it's conceived through rape, incest, um, through a condom breakage, whatever. So what, that, what that's failing to take into account is that after the birth of the child, that child can be placed up for adoption. Pierce on the pro-choice side of the eye will argue that even getting to the point of giving birth and then giving up their child for abortion is undue stress on the mother and that they should have the option of terminating the pregnancy earlier so as to keep the mother from having to suffer through various physical and mental stressors. They bring up such arguments that the pregnant, wom- the pregnant woman will be publicly shamed, emotionally damaged, and that giving birth is dangerous to their health. But i digress again the point of this is not to evaluate the arguments for and against abortions right now the argument is to evaluate this proposed law now how does getting an abortion compare to a person who is forced to get a procedure like a vasectomy as stated above a vasectomy is a permanent procedure a person who has an abortion provided they they do not go to a back alley doctor or have complications from the procedure They are able to get pregnant again if they so choose, and they are able to carry a child to term and give birth. Not so for someone undergoing a vasectomy. If they want our child, they are being denied the option for it, since this is a a form of permanent birth control. Also under this law, let's be honest here, this law is like an expanded version of China's one-child law. In this case, they are putting on there a limit for the number of children a person may have before they are stopped from having more children. And they are doing so physically by making it impossible for the man to father another child, you know, and this would include something like, you know, you get married, you have some children, a horrible thing happens where your entire family dies in the accident and you end up marrying someone else and you want to have more children. But you already had three with your first wife who's now dead and all the children are dead. You are not allowed by this person's uh, proposed rule law to father more. People attack China's one-child policy. This is just a little bit more. This is the three-child policy. Alabama's three-child policy. It shouldn't go through. It should be dead on arrival. Critics of the abortion bill. Again, if you agree with them or not, it's not the point here. Try to simplify the argument for mandated vasectomies down to choice about bodies. For example, Evan Rachel Wood last year thought she had a bulletproof argument for mandatory vasectomies, stating that because it's your body and we don't get to make that choice for you. What she's trying to get at is the argument that people are prevented from having an abortion because it would be aborting the other body, the child, the clump of cells, the fetus, whatever you want to call it, that, you know, that is used in the various terminologies. She's trying to say it's the same argument and it's the same thing. Whether you agree with that or not, that's up to you, but it's not as bulletproof as she would like to think. Now, I did quote her tweet. I would link directly to the tweet but she has since protected her Twitter feed, so I couldn't, so I linked to an article instead which quoted her tweet. So if you want to read it, go ahead, feel free. Now, what Evans fails to consider is that the difference of procedures put them on two different levels, especially since vasectomies potentially may not be reversible. Now, if the legislation had introduced a law to forcefully mandate that tubal ligations were mandated after so many children, pregnancies, et cetera, then this bill for a forced vasectomy would be a one-to-one bill, as it would put permanent birth control for both genders in the debate, I would even give it some leeway if a bill was passed. I, I, let me rephrase that. I wouldn't put, give it some leeway. I'd give it a lot of leeway if a bill was passed in the state, putting all the financial burden for birth control on the woman in the state. However, terminating a pregnancy and birth control, two different things. You can't try to put them underneath the same umbrella. But as it stands now, this bill's introduced only to be petty. A law to forcefully sterilize a group of people is not the same in any way as a law which prevents the termination of pregnancy. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you want to see this bill passed? Do you want to see more um, pro-choice bills passed? More pro-abortion, excuse me, not pro-abortion, pro-life bills passed? What are your thoughts on this? Go ahead and leave us a comment down below on YouTube, on Facebook, wherever you're seeing this. Go to our website, useyourwords.cc. Leave us a comment on the page as well there. And check out the links. I linked to everything that I referenced in here. I linked for you to read, whether it agrees with my position or not. Because I believe that reading documents that go against my position are the only way that I can learn properly what others are thinking, as well as make sure that I'm not going off base. So please read what I have up there, leave a comment, share this with someone you like. Let us have this conversation. Let's be respectful, but let's have this conversation.